in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon. Right now at uh, 12.06, you are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This is the Noon Report. Folks, we're both radio, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I want to welcome everybody in as we are also on Facebook Live. And remember, click the like button. You can send stars. We have some developments. One under attack. Once again, and I'll tell you, I, I, I don't care. I'm not going to back down from this with people that have political agendas and they, they misrepresent things in an attempt to panic the public. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. This portion of the program on this Wednesday, welcome to June, folks, June 1st. And it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Again, right now, it's 1207. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in. Everything available. Annuals, perennials, trees, and shrubs. Now, today's a good day on this uh, Wednesday, June 1st. Get some some things done. Hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch, moss baskets, hanging patients, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom. And also, folks, remember, they are a full-service, full-scale nursery, everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Gift certificates are also available. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's family-run business. Folks, the service is the best. I implore you, wherever you can hear my voice or see the show, support. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook. So, folks, again, the website right now. Good afternoon, one and all. Uh, everybody that is uh, watching, you can share that you're watching. You can send stars while you're watching. You can support the program. Um, uh, there are uh, certain agendas that are at play. We're going to bring you up to speed. But I want to, once again, bring your attention. You know, people send me stories and then I direct them to the website. You know, someone sent me a story. Gee, t- Channel 12 is saying there's an update on, you know, the missing woman, Charlotte Lester. Those of you that missed it, we had Ladybug, the psychic, out there last night. Uh, you know, you have to keep an open mind. It's an open situation right now. Um, but, you know, Channel 12, they don't even report the real story. Channel 12, first of all, three days late on the blanking story. Someone said, why do you think that is? Gee, I don't know. What's the word that comes to mind? Lazy? <laughs> why do you think I was the only one there Sunday afternoon, Sunday night? Because they don't work holiday weekends. They really don't work the weekend. You know, uh, a private investigator said they, they confirmed they found items of, of importance or whatever the hell it's. So, yeah, yeah, that's the love notes. It's on the website. Now, I also want to, folks, and I get it, most of the time, you know, those of you that saw, I heard from a lot of work parents yesterday, and there is this this attitude that, um, 
that a lot of schools and a lot of parents connected with the schools, they don't want to share when there's a threat. It's almost like it's kind of like bad for business. So the teachers unions, right, like they need as many students as possible, let alone in a a place like Warwick, where they had to close one of the high schools where, you know, their enrollment is way down. But I'm going to come down on if you're a parent, whether you're in Warwick or Lincoln or Cumberland or North Smithfield or anywhere, you have a right to know if there's been a threat at your school. But it's it's. The lines are being divided. And there's some in the works for Seth Magaziner, who I called out, and now, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth, but, like, I, I already see how this, they, they all start to, like, go up against if you start to challenge it. But here's the part. I just want to finish the point here where they mention um, uh, investigators confirmed Tuesday, quote, articles of interest were found during a search. Well, I, I want to once again point out that those are the love notes we had that on Sunday. Um, you know, folks, at this point, I'm starting to think that if the local media, if they just if they're three days behind, maybe that's actually not a terrible thing. Uh, but again, check out the website depetro.com because people sometimes send me stories. I'm like, uh, yeah, we we broke that like three days, three days ago. Um, oh, OK. I want to get to, uh, folks, also the website, though, check it out, depetro.com. It's really humming right now. And I want to thank the Coesed Inn, who is so terrific. You can link on to our various sponsors at the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Stop off and uh, see them. Delicious lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, delicious food. Uh, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. You know, I do want to talk about, <coughs> excuse me, I apologize. It's uh, Juan's been going on very little sleep. We have another busy day with the investigation and then another story that we're, we're working on right now. But, um, you know, when I, when I see things, let alone someone who's on the state payroll, right, uh, I, I'm going to call it out. So there's someone that works for Seth Magaziner. She used to work at Channel 12. <clears throat> this just happened. So she, she point, her name is Courtney Carter. Now, she works Deputy Communications Director for the Rhode Island Treasury, which means Rhode Island General Treasurer, you guessed it, Seth Magaziner. So she posted. She, she posted at 8.30 this morning. And let's save it before she deletes it. So she works for General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. So what does that mean? It means, number one, obviously, they're trying to get him elected to Congress. And number two, that makes her a state employee. So she posted. I'll get this up on Facebook, but it's all just happening. So she puts, my son's school in Warwick this morning. Police out in front to guard the kids. School shooter drills have been happening since kindergarten. My son knows his, quote, spot to hide like he knows his desk. Sad this is their reality. So she posted, she posted, work police, and, and anyone that sees it, it's where we were yesterday, which is the Lippitt School, right? Right in Warwick. And then she has another photo of the police out in front, and it looks like a child going there. So, you know, so I responded that... <laughs> It's fair to point out that she doesn't even mention 
So I'll tell you what, here's the mindset. Here's what they're trying to see. This is life in 2022. This is what these kids go through. Look at this. I'm just dropping off my child. And look at the police presence. You know, this is what these poor kids go through. Excuse me. You you failed to mention there was a threat. What, what were the authorities supposed to do? But notice, like, the rest of the media, they don't want to go for that. They don't want to cover that. In the school yesterday, I was being attacked. Parents were like, you know, I, I, there were kids involved that were still in school yesterday. So if you go to petro.com and I blocked out the names, but it was on Snapchat, social media, where the kids were saying they're going to shoot up the school. Here's my point. She fails to mention the reason the police have that presence. Number one, to make the students feel more secure. Number two, to make the parents more secure. And number three, the fact that today's Wednesday, yesterday a kid was suspended because he was threatening to shoot up the school. <clears throat> so you're, that, that's, like an, that's not a typical morning to leave that out of the equation. Folks, do you see the agenda? Well, you know, welcome to life in 22, you know, 2022. This is what it's like to be a kid. You're going to school and there's fire trucks in front of a building. Well, the building was on fire, for Christ's sake. I mean, talk about like agenda driven. This is what it's like for my child. I'm dropping my child off at school. And there's the police on front. All these people. This is horrible. The terrible. So I point out, you know, you don't even mention the fact that what what are the Warwick police supposed to do? And by the way, I want to be very clear about this. At 12.15, that student should have been arrested. I want to repeat, that student should have been arrested. Yesterday afternoon, now a number of Warwick parents reached out to me. This is going on. Shared with me the social media post. Yeah, let's shoot up the school. Okay, of course it's horrifying. And I understand parents that kept their children at home. But there's such a rush now. Let's sweep it under the rug. School administrators, if you saw that Karen yelling at me, you know, is that how they treat the students? No wonder no one wants to go to the public schools anymore. Get off this school property. You're, you're the problem. Not the kid that fathers a criminal who has access to weapons in Florida. They arrested that kid. Folks, I, I just, they're not doing enough. I do believe you make an example out of someone. It has to be crystal clear, right? Just like if you have a 10-year-old and they start talking about taking their own life, I believe that should be taken seriously. Okay, that's not kids will be kids. If a 10-year-old who plays video games, Call of Duty, and if they start talking about, yeah, it'd be cool to shoot up the school, like the sheriff in Florida said, if they have that weapon, the age doesn't matter. It's not hard. That Well, it's a little difficult, but, you know, then they can operate it. My point is, I'm seeing that the schools want to, like, they were very upset yesterday. And then I got all the angry stuff later. You know, notice the rest of the media wasn't. They, yeah, that's wrong. They should be. You know, much like now, they're covering their behinds in Texas like, oh, yeah, the teacher shut the door, it just didn't lock. Like, anyone actually believes that. 
like I said, yeah, that's Alec Baldwin. You know, I was holding the gun and it just it just went off. You know, oh, okay. So the teacher who's devastated that realizes that she broke protocol, left the door open, had it ajarred by a rock. We we found out because she was bringing food in because they had had like some sort of ceremony at the at the school. So she used a rock to leave the door ajar. Now they've changed it to well, she shut the door. It must not have locked. I think that should be part of the protocol. But anyhow, so she's not done. So I just laid out for you the scenario with this Courtney Carter. And I want to be very clear. Folks, she's posting this as an adult. Here's my child's school. Here's the police. You can see what school it is. It was in the, the news yesterday. So here's her new reply. Dude, stop. Really? Don't want to use names? Well, what? As a parent... I have the right to be private about security measures involving my kid. <clears throat> That's really interesting. I have a right to be private about security measures involving my kid, which means no one has the right to know if there was a threat to shoot up the school. That's where I disagree. Now, the fact that she works for Seth Magaziner and is a state employee puts her in an elite class. I'm sure the teachers unions know her, teachers, the whole thing, school administrators. So see, this is a problem, whether this is North Providence or Warwick or Cranston. Those in the know find out that there's a threat. But here's where I jump off. To me, every parent that has a child at a school, and I think this should be anywhere, if you are a parent, and you have a child at a school, you have a right to know. By the way, let's also explain. You have a right to know what's being taught, what the curriculum is, and if there's been a threat. But notice the, I have a right to privacy, security measures. And this is someone who just posted a photo of her child. Now listen to this. Quote, it, capital letters, is a normal morning in the wake of Texas. As this is going on in many schools across the country, I am a parent. Stop attacking me to get attention. Well, I wouldn't call trying to get attention. I'm not trying to get attention. This is going on in many schools. But here's my point at 1220. The reason why, see, that's panicking people. That's misleading people. Her boss, Seth Magaziner, they're trying to push Rhode Island legislation forward, that is not going on at every school all over. The reason the Warwick police had such a heavy presence at her son's school is because a student was suspended for over the weekend threatening to shoot up the school. Notice how she immediately pivots into stop attacking me. Hmm. Still no mention that a student was suspended. I'm a parent. Well, what about the other parents? And I, this is so pathetic that a, a reporter at Channel 12 liked her tweet. So weak. And I know it's stupid, but it is stupid. Um, let me just see who did. Well, I don't know who these other people. Well, one of them I know. Oh, we have to rally. She's a parent. You have to support her. Now, listen, I'll also say, 
uh, enough of this foolishness. That is selective. I don't even want to say selective outrage. But notice again. Oh, by the way, Kathy Gregg has a. Um, Kathy Gregg of the Providence Journal, I think, is just breaking a story right now. Where Governor McGreed is at it again. You know, and I want to point out, you know, McKee now announces every Rhode Island school district will conduct survey of potential safety hazards. Well, you know, as and we're going to talk about tomorrow with our legal expert, um, attorney Tim Dodd, what they what what none of this matters. They're they're protecting juveniles. You know, Rhode Island wants to move ahead with all of these gun control measures. So, but, and and Channel 12 actually, and again, I like many of the reporters at Channel 12. I respect many of the reporters at Channel 12. Um, But during the summer of 2020, they would routinely interview, quote, activists, right? And many of you that were watching a lot of my coverage, um, folks, here's where I come down. And I know we have a, a lot of new people in, in I, you know, I, I am, I'm really astounded at the reaction of, of school administrators and certain parents who like, they, they want to keep it a little secret. You know, if you saw it, now you don't even see, I could have posted, I'm not going to post, but some of the messages I were getting and people it was beyond insulting, you know, how dare you, you know, no one has a, I, I want to remind people, that's how the naked fat tests were allowed to go on in North Kingstown. They, they want to keep it like their little secret. I think in some ways that either it's both parents and administrators, they, they'd rather, in the case of North Kingstown, they'd rather some young men suffer the shame of dealing with a grown man having them naked in a closet, touching them, then letting everyone know that this was going on. Now, I also want to point out, you know, you go back, it was, it was 20 years ago, and that was a really difficult time, almost about, it was a little under 20 years ago, but the, um, you know, that, that was a difficult time if you were Catholic with the priest scandal in Boston. But this also went away. No one was served by keeping things secret. Because then, you know, you learn about then the, the other victims that, that could have been spared from this. If in the very beginning, I want to say with North Kingstown just for a moment, in the very beginning, if someone had spoken out, you wouldn't have had all those boys going through the naked fat test in NK. So yesterday, and, and I'm serious about that, I think Rhode Island laws are obviously too light on juveniles. And we discussed it last night with, with, with uh, Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. During the summer of 2020, when, it, it, all right, I'll say it was all media, but it was really like the TV stations, Channel 10 and Channel 12. And they were interviewing some of these activists, 18-year-olds. What they weren't mentioning was they had lengthy criminal records as juveniles. But the problem is it gets wiped out when they hit 18, I, I think in some ways, I understand, and I want to be very clear, there is definitely a level of privacy that should be afforded to uh, victims of sexual assault and, and certain offenses that minors get involved in. 
But I'm telling you, you know, there's something wrong. I think that certain individuals almost exploit the fact that, you know, 16, 17, they're posting things and maybe even younger, but on social media. And the immediate reaction is, oh, can't do anything because it's, it's a minor. Yeah, but it's it's on for everyone to see. I, I think in some ways they, they forfeit their right. And I was telling one person, I, I'm not going by those rules anymore. Some other people have a completely false idea of you can't film anyone without their, that. You, you can't put someone in a movie or a commercial or a television show without their permission. We're, we're not talking about that. Um, but But look at. Like, it was eye-opening to me. I really thought, and again, I many times I'm surprised, but I really thought someone from the school would come out and say, we want to assure all parents <clears throat> there was a threat. We're dealing with it. You know, as you can see, kind of like the mayor in Jaws, right, on uh, Larry, right, where uh, Amityville, you know, the people are swimming, enjoying the beach, like that type of thing. Uh, I really, not if you saw the video I'll play it again. That woman, the school secretary, which they sent her out. I don't know who that was. You know, screaming. You know, get off. Is is if you know they try to treat it like I'm like you know somebody in the back of the school filming the playground. I mean, crap for crying out loud. There's there were other media doing the story. Maybe they they fell victim to the school. Like we don't want any publicity on this. I I don't think the 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 ostrich. As as a matter of fact, folks, the head in the sand thing has not worked. The head in the sand thing has not worked. Um, I was corresponding with a lot of parents yesterday who were very concerned. There's a reluctance. Look look at, you know, the woman yesterday is like oblivious to the fact that a week ago in Texas, those stupid police there were telling those parents to get off the school property. I mean, is she that, like, just incredibly unknowing of how ridiculous she sounds when those parents were right saying, you guys need to go in there. You know, what we're seeing are parents are waking up. Parents are saying, I don't want teachers in, my, in school telling my six-year-old, you know, you're a girl and I saw you holding hands with another girl, and someday you two may want to get married, or someday you may want to become a boy. I mean, parents said, hey, whoa, 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 I don't want that stuff, right? We don't want teaching seven-year-olds the pleasure of their body part. I mean, parents have a right, like, whoa. Like, is it really necessary to tell a five-year-old, you know, you should be ashamed of your skin color? And your parents are racist and your grandparents are racist. And you're going to walk around this classroom and apologize to every child here of color. Because you, you should be ashamed of your white pri- You know, parents is like, maybe, maybe six is a little too young. Maybe we should wait till they're seven or eight or nine. Maybe, just maybe, as Governor DeSantis said in Florida. And by the way, I said, you know, they arrested a 10-year-old. And the woman, one of the parents, Loudmouths, who's on the school board, said, oh, you then you should move to Florida. Who'd want to go there? Yeah, a thousand people a day are moving there, honey. Okay. So see, in their world, what does that tell you? That's the maskville. That's they think DeSantis is evil. 
right? Parents should have no rights. Um, comedian Bill Maher talked about, you know, what does it say that you're at an L.A. dinner party and there's three parents that are there all claiming one of their children are transgender, even though they're all under the age of nine. Um, and he was saying that, are we sure it's not a trendy thing? Right? Like, how come you don't see that? The odds of that are virtually should be impossible. Um, you wouldn't find that in Columbus, Ohio. But here I am at a dinner party in L.A., and three of the parents here all have children under the age of nine, and they're claiming their children are trans. So they're going to let them, really, that really defies the odds. And again, I want to give credit, it was Bill, Bill Maher that said that. But there's, it, it, it's there. Parents have a right. That reaction yesterday um, in Warwick, but I'm really astounded at, they want to make it. It's everywhere. You know, the only thing is we got to remove the weapon. That Like, time out. In, in Rhode Island, in Providence, in Pawtucket and Central Falls, something I run into, and I want you to hear this, is 16-year-old boy brings a gun to Hope High School or Mount Pleasant. And guess what? Boom. Nobody talks. The punishment is a slap on the wrist, let alone most of the, most of the time, it's a child of color, it's a minority. Um, good luck trying to, oh, can't get any information. No, it's juvenile. So we don't give any information about that. No, no, no. The school, well, we're not discussing any of our students. Right? You go there, talk to someone, can't film. So here's my point, folks. And, and, and this is one of those things that I've, I've come around to. This isn't like, I want to be very clear, this isn't like a long-standing belief. I think we're in new territory. And I want you to hear me out. At 1232, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I just want to finish the thought. But it's important. I don't hear anyone else talking about this, by the way. I'm not like down the dial. All they do is they're parrots. They just regurgitate, right? This platform of talk radio, around the country, there are people, all they do, is they, watch, they turn on Fox News at 8 o'clock and they watch it till 11. Boom. And the next day, you repeat whatever Tucker says, you parrot whatever Sean says, and then you parrot, just repeat whatever Laura says. Boom, boom, boom. The, they, they can never, and people do that, they can never answer a question because all they know is it's like learning a new song, right? They don't know anything more. A lot of the, by the way, you know, a lot of the local hosts down there, they're like that. They just parrot what they're hearing other, other places. But my point is, there's something broken. Both Buffalo shooter, who's still alive, and the Texas shooter. Where it's kind of hands off. They, they were, they were um, there was definitely a progression at age 17. Right? The kid in Buffalo wrote a thing school. His dream was to shoot up the school and kill himself. Yeah, because that's normal. And then the, the there's, there's definitely, there's, they're posting things on social media, almost like an adult, but it's out there. Think about that, right? They're not writing a letter to the local paper. They're posting it for the world to see. The Texas shooter was communicating with a girl in Germany. <clears throat> so they're posting things out there, but the rules still apply. 
that they're a minor, that they're a juvenile. So what do they say? Oh, can't release the name. Nope. The, the penalties are much less. That's why that sheriff in Florida that arrested the 10-year-old and they released his mugshot and they made him do the perp walk. Um, I think they're on to something. Because, and look at the parallels, folks. Again, I want to just stay with it. I think it's interesting that, you know, in Warwick, they want to brush it under the rug. Nothing to see here. At the Rhode Island State House rally, right, with uh, everybody was there, actually, all the Democrats anyway. They never talk about, you know, maybe we should do something about juveniles. Maybe we should do something about children that are gravitating towards this or making threat. I don't hear any mention of that. Governor McKee's going to do all these. But, you know, who are, who are you punishing? The Buffalo shooter, the Texas shooter, 18 years old. Boom, 18th birthday. They're at the gun store. And you know what the beauty of it is? Clean record. It's like I said, it's like on the first day of school, everybody's an A student because there hasn't been any homework or assignments yet. So they're manipulating things and and the process and the system kind of enables them. You know, enables them. It's it's let's not talk about it. Let's not put it on the news. Let's not show anything. We're not going to mention it. I'm telling you right now, I don't think because follow me. What message does that send to other students? You can't have it both ways. You can't say to our youth, see something, say something. But then the adults don't want to talk about it, right? The adults, like the Seth Magazina worker. How dare you? How do you? You're attacking me. You know, it's none of your business that I, you know, I want to post a picture to scare people that there are police out in front of all these schools. How dare you point out the fact the reason the police were there is because a student was suspended because over the weekend he threatened to shoot up the school. That, that's none of your bi- What do you mean it's none of my business? You're, you're cherry picking parts of the story to get it out for your agenda. I think like wide open. I believe that that sheriff in Florida has it right. You know, and I, I will say, folks, in the past. When I've been doing stories, uh, I, I've gone, I've fallen to, you know, and I've had police say, no, don't even bother. It's a, they're, they're, it's a minor. You know, last summer, those three punks that were riding around, right, terrorizing hours in Providence, shooting kids, BB gun, then they crashed it and everything else. I, that's not a red flag, right? We, well, you can't, we can't know who they are. Because they're well, they're 16 and 17, and they're driving around and shooting people. I, I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm just saying that I, I think I think social media has altered things. And I really want to be clear about this. I think you, as the parent, you really have a right to know. There's there is something going on, you know, where there's there's rumors, and then parents are trying to find out from others. Did you hear about this? And did that happen? And and I, I want to be very clear. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1237. You're listening to and watching the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.95. I understand that it's there's an element of paranoia a little bit. Last week, um, Gilbert Stewart School in Providence went on lockdown. A teacher thought she saw someone outside the school with a gun. Um, so they went on to lockdown. So I, I get that. But, 
I, I there's there's definitely an inclination from certain parents and administrators. Let's let's keep it quiet. And and I don't I I just don't think that's I don't see how that's serving. You're 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 enabling the people making the threats, right? Much like in North Kingstown, by everybody keeping it hush hush, you enable you enable the coach with the naked fat test. Um, if there's if there's a little league coach or a, or a boy scout or or a teacher or someone where there's rumors about you, you, your silence enables them. So, and I'll say, if there's a 16-year-old threatening to shoot up a school or a 17-year-old or they show pictures or, like I said, you know, in, in Hope High School, the kid brings a gun to show his friends. I, I, I'm going to say right now, I don't think you're serving the community well by, by keeping that silent. Because I've already seen how this pans out. When he turns 18, boom, clean record. He's now an adult. Nothing, nothing to see here, folks. And then he can march right in. I believe, and notice, in typical Rhode Island fashion, they're not even addressing this with the new legislation. Um, I, and I also want to touch on this whole business of, well, at 18, we send them to war. Not so fast. Okay, 18 Marine, you, um, you don't go to the Marine signing station. They don't put a... A weapon in your hand and like helicopter you over. First of all, we're not at war. Anyone that's been in the military will tell you basic training, the amount of training you go through. And even still, there's a lot of friendly fire accidents. There's a lot of deaths in military of friendly fire that go wrong in drills and military exercises and so forth. But it's I, I'm just going to say this to me. You can't compare. You know, well, at 18, we get them in the military and send them to war. Not, not exactly. You, you can't compare an 18-year-old individual. And, and these shootings, by the way, are males. So I'm not even going to say females. But you can't, to me, you can't compare an 18-year-old male who joins the Army or the Marines or whatever. And the training they go through, which some of them don't even make it, by the way. But you just you can't compare that to that and that shooter in Texas. Who, you know, first week of the 18th birthday goes in and walks out of the store with the weapon. Two of two of them, as a matter of fact. So I, I, I don't think that's that's a fair. I, I know it's not a fair analogy in that way. Um, so the, the age thing. But but notice it's not lost on me that in Rhode Island. I, I don't see anyone putting forth about. Maybe they should look at. Gun crimes with juveniles. Gun crimes. What is the penalty in Rhode Island if you're a juvenile and you bring a weapon to school? It's a slap on the wrist. It's like nothing. I've, I've seen it. It's, it's zero. I, I don't think so. I think the community has the right to know who these people are. I'll even go a step farther. I think their names should be printed. And I so, well, you can't. Do, I, I, I get this sounds odd. But they're six. They're 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 taking advantage of their age. If they're sixteen and seventeen, and they are in possession of of weapons, I'm not talking about a sixteen year old who shoplifts a pack of gun gum. Excuse me. I I I I would argue the community has a right to know, and I think like Florida, you should be arrested, mugshot, 
Let parents see that. I'm not saying life, you know, I can already hear, oh, so you're saying life in prison. No one said life in prison. <laughs> Folks, this portion of the program, it's Kogi, R.E. Cooking and Heating. Call them, 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, if your cooling system is not working well, call Coogie. Folks, they'll be out there, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating, look for them on Facebook. Let's just say you have a plumbing problem or you have a cooling problem. That could be a problem now that it's June 1st. Or maybe hot water tank gives out. Our hot water tank gave out. Did I panic? No. Did I try to fix it? Let's not get crazy. No, I called R.E. Coogan and Heating. Came over the next day. Boom. It's Coogie, 401-732-6562. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1242. It's one. This portion of the program is brought to you by Centerdale Revival. Now, I want to tell you how much, folks. And I want you to visit their support, Shane and his crew. They are terrific. They're big supporters of the program. If you've heard about it, there's a link on the website to Petro.com, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. I want to tell you why I admire Shane. He is absolutely single-handedly, the guy is like restoring Centerdale uh, in, in, in North Providence, right across from North Providence Town Hall. Talk about, you know, I'll say this about Shane, who I like and respect a lot. He not only talks the talk, he walks the walk. He is there. He is vested. He is opening businesses. You have Stella, Stella Treats. You have Centerdale Revival, which is phenomenal. He's going to restore that building on the end. I like people like that. He's making a difference. He's doing. He's more in touch, Shane, of Centerdale Revival. He's more in touch with the public as a small business owner than many. Many, if not all, with the exception of Charlie Lombardi, many elected officials. Our business community in Rhode Island needs a louder voice, and they need a bigger voice. So, now folks, again, right now at 1244, um, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to um, freely admit, I, I'm not saying I have all the answers I, I, with, with the, this, this gun situation. I, I think... Um, I, I'm not, you know, like, I don't want to say, like, you got to find common ground. And it's, I, I, to me, that's a little bit of a cliche. And there's a lot of cliches out there. Um, and, and, and much like the people, you know, it's not the, uh, it's, it, it is in, in, both, in both Buffalo and both in Texas. The, you, you can't argue it's, it's the same type of weapon. And if someone says you could do that with a knife, but they're not using a knife. You could do that with a car, but they're not using a car. You know, I don't, to me, that's the yeah, but. It's the yeah, but thing, right? Yeah, but listen, talk about, and no one will give an answer, Texas and Buffalo. Both of those individuals, they should not have been legally able to get those weapons. I had John Francis on from Competition Shooting Supplies, my gun guy, who I is an expert. He said, I wouldn't have sold that kid the weapon. When someone comes in and wants to buy, he even says to them, what are you going to use it for? What's that for? Engage them a little bit in conversation. Many people have said it's Second Amendment and blah, blah. But but they don't want to talk about the shooter in Buffalo and Texas. 
They're, they're deranged. There's something wrong with them. They should not be allowed. That is not an 18-year-old picking out a hunting rifle with their father. They, they want to obtain the weapon to then fulfill their basically, seemingly, death wish. Uh, that, that has to be reined in. And here's the other thing. No one's talking about banning guns. No one's talking about taking guns. It's not about that. I get that immediately people say they're going to. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, this business of arming all the teachers, it's, it's, it's just I'd like to deal in realities. It's, it's never happening. I mean, it's just never happening. It's certainly not happening here. Anyone that you're listening to at 1246, first of all, the progressive wing of the Democrat Party of Rhode Island, they want the police out of the schools. I repeat, they want the police out of the schools. Do you think they would let teachers be armed? I think there's a lot of people that are not paying attention. This is my thought. There's a lot of people that are not paying attention to what's going on. They're clearly not. Because this business of we're going to make schools fortresses and the teachers are going to be in tactical gear. And I, I can't, I don't know how else to explain to you how powerful the teachers unions would never let that happen. Now. If a private school, if Hendricken or LaSalle or other Moses Brown or Bayview or Prout, if, if they wanted to implement something like that, they could do that. They could absolutely do that. They could, and it, it actually maybe even couldn't be a selling point, right? How safe they are. But I'm telling you, with the public schools, it's never happening. And let me just explain this. And this is, I get it. A lot of people don't pay attention. Many people that contact me don't even know who this state rep is. Many people who contact me don't even know the difference between their state rep and Cicilline. I'll say, who's your state senator? And they say, oh, Jack Reed. I said, no, no, no. That's he and Sheldon Whitehouse. They were not, who's your state senator? Oh, I don't know. Who's your state rep? Langevin. No, no, no. He, he's, he's a con- congressional Washington representative. Who's your local rep? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, they're the ones, you know, that's, you might want to start there. You may want to start there. Um, <clears throat> listen, the, the, the point is, they could not get, they couldn't get the, the, the teachers union to go back to school during COVID, even though it wasn't affecting the children. So they, they wouldn't. McKee gave all the Providence teachers $3,000 bonuses. That if you think that, that and I, people have all these grand schemes, every teacher's, or we're going to have certain teachers are going to have rifle training. They, they, you don't, they, they, it's never happening. <clears throat> the progressives will never let it happen. They're, they're not going to change the system that way. They're, they're, and I still, I'll, I'll say this. You have to go through all these things and let's finish the equation. So the Buffalo shooter, that deranged loser misfit, and the Texas shooter, you have to make through all these changes so those two can still go and buy that weapon. Wrong. Wrong. Come on. What? They, you know what? They're cowards. The Buffalo shooter, coward. Columbine, cowards. Parkland, cowards. These are not brave individuals. Sandy Hook, 
the ultimate coward. They're not brave individuals. They're not going there with a knife. They're not going with a handgun. They're going with the one tool that can help them fulfill their fantasy. Total cowards. They should not be allowed to get that weapon. You have to take a course, and then maybe the instructor could say, I don't think this person should get the weapon. Folks, as I've said, I know people that run gun ranges. Couple times a year, they have someone come in, they want to rent a gun, and they don't rent it to them. Because they get the vibe that they're going to use the gun to harm themselves in one of the stalls. And they don't want to have a suicide at their gun range. Does that person say, I have a constitutional right? They can. They make the decision not to. If you want to know someone knowledgeable, I'm telling you, and I'm just, he, he's, listen, I wouldn't send you anywhere else. John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off 95. It's exit 2A. He's also on Facebook. Ammo, firearms, firearms, accessories. He, there's no one more knowledgeable. Case closed. Competition Shooting Supplies. Stop in, and if you're looking to sell weapons, he has them as well. Uh, I was just so impressed when he said, if that Texas shooter had gone in, there's a simple question. What are you going to do with that? You want to get that, the AR. What are you going to do with it? You a marksman? You a law enforcement? You a business owner? No, I live with my grandmother, and I've been posting online that I want to do a school shooting. Uh, I'm not selling you the weapon, and I'm going to flag. I mean, now, Rhode Island also has red flag laws. Not all states do, by the way. Not all states do. Texas should have that. I, I want to be very clear. I have no problem with background checks. I don't. I, we, we, there's certain individuals that are ruining it for everyone else. <clears throat> I have no problem with the background checks. Um, in Rhode Island, when you want to buy a weapon, John Francis, a competition, he then notifies, by, they, they notify your local police department. If they had done that in Texas, they would have been flagged, wait a minute, this kid's a problem. Now, if someone doesn't follow up, then it falls through the cracks. You still get a problem. If a teacher leaves a door open, that's a problem. If you have a police chief, like in Texas, that guy, I, I cannot get over that. He, that. he should be arrested at this point. He Not only is he AWOL, but he also is, um, he's not even cooperating in the investigation with the Texas Rangers. He He's the one that was way in over his head and allowed that to go on for 78 minutes. If you have people like that, none of the laws matter because they'll still find a way to fall through the cracks. But, folks, I'll show you. I, I Someone asked me, would you support some of these gun laws in, in Rhode Island? Now, first of all, you can't get a lot of these weapons anyway. We already have measures in place. The violence in Providence has nothing to do from legal gun owners or semi-automatic weapons. It's not. Providence has a gang problem. Without question, these laws they want to pass are not going to solve the gang problem. They want to pretend it will. But when will Rhode Island get serious? How about this headline? Governor McKee is proposing new rounds of sign-on and mentoring bonuses for state employees. I'll tell you, he, he just he can't stop himself. With everything going on, all he thinks about, Governor McGreed, is there's got to be a way to buy this election. He, he just thinks he must lie awake at night. Like, I got to find more money to get people to vote for me. 
<clears throat> uh, that, that is beyond insulting. Cut blanking taxes, for crying out loud. Rhode Island, one billion in, ta- in surplus. You know what that means? It means we're overtaxed. Th- th- this is embarrassing at this point. And as we talked about last hour, that Pawtucket Stadium is now about to become, <laughs> it's like a money pit. They are. I don't remember when the state has been this lost. And 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 furthermore, with Biden as president, we we are at just such a low point. We're in such void for leadership. We are. Um. New bonuses, more money. You know that's what that means. Now, right now, because McKee gave these three thousand dollar bonuses for no other reason than to bribe the state employees. It's still not enough. <clears throat> his, his, his numbers are still not high enough. Right now, state workers are going to get $1,500 checks with his name on them in July. Why? To try to get them to vote for him in the Democrat primary. He's still not closing the gap. So now he's saying, hmm, it's an auction. Uh, I've already given you 3000 What if I give you 3000 more? Then will you vote for me? With our money, by the way, our money. You know, it's like that line in Glen Gary, Glen Ross, right? That Alec Baldwin, his role, well, then they built 30 Rock on that. I'd wish you luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it, right? That's that famous sales pitch of put the coffee down. The coffee's for closers. I'd wish you luck, but you wouldn't know what to do with it. I mean, this is insanity at this point. The giveaway governor. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is touched by Propane Plus. Tim Johnson, do you use propane? Call Propane Plus today at 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209. Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, online billing, schedule your service and delivery, and all customers receive a free safety inspection. It's Propane Plus. 401 885 4209 in Massachusetts 508 252 3359 and always online at propaneplus.com. Look for the um, it's just a coincidence, they happen to have the same colors as Ukraine, but look for their website, it's really easy to use. Propane Plus heating and cooling, residential, commercial. You type in your zip code and you're good to go. Now, folks, it's 1256. Uh, yes, I, I think people should be uncomfortable. With this rah-rah that was going on yesterday, um, nothing about juveniles, nothing about they had some mothers get up who had children killed in Providence. Providence, as someone that has covered it, and yes, I consider myself an expert, I'll tell you what is not even being addressed in this. And I said this when I went to, they had a a press conference uh, about Buffalo. Providence, one of the major problems in Providence is no one talks. Snitches end up in ditches, right? No one, no one talks. That's a problem. And they, they don't even address it. When they had that, I went to the press conference after the Buffalo shooting. And they said, you know, we want to remind people, see something, say something. But people are walking into hospitals shot. They won't talk to police. They won't cooperate. There should be a large effort to have people talk. There were people in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. Now, by the way, in, in other parts of the country, but let's just focus there. 
Um, they have a family member shot, and they and they know who did it, and won't tell the police who did it. Like that, that is just insanity. That's the level, the mentality you're dealing with. That and Providence has a gang problem. The legislation that they want to put forth um, with these gun bills in Rhode Island will do nothing to stop the violence in Providence. And I mean zero effect on the problems in Providence. They also have nothing on juvenile crime. 16, 17 years old. 16 and 17. You can post online on social media for the world to see that you have a gun and you're going to plan on shooting up the school and blah, blah, blah. And it's a slap on the wrist. Florida, the gloves are off. We don't care if you're 10 years old. What do you think a 16, 17-year-old thought when they saw in Florida that a 10-year-old was arrested with the mugshot? We have to change the dynamic. That also just shows me that locally, you know, and this isn't shocking news, but they're really not interested in solving the problem. They're not really interested in solving the problem. They just want to, we're going to have a big rah-rah, right, with the gun bills. And some kind of gun legislation is not going to have any dent. All they're going to do is harass legal gun owners. And I want to remind people, the party of defund the police, and that's the Democrat Party, every time you restrict purchase of guns and weapons for for law-abiding citizens, every time you talk about defunding the police, we're going to go out and buy more weapons. We're going to go out and buy more weapons. If we can't depend on police, people are going to go out and arm themselves. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Uh, We have another full hour to go. Now, I will be doing one after dark later, one on the scene. Big developments with the uh, missing person case and a lot more. Um, And maybe Ladybug the psychic. Um, Next hour is radio only. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can watch online. Or listen online at the website, dipetro.com. Back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.